Welcome to Kadampa Podcasts. These podcasts offer practical solutions to daily challenges and help guide us to a happier and more peaceful state of mind. In each episode, you will find an extract from a teaching given by one of various Kadampa Buddhist teachers worldwide. All these teachings are inspired by the profound wisdom of Venerable Geshe Kelsang Gyatso Rinpoche, a Buddhist master for our time. We hope you will enjoy listening. Tonight's class is part of a series about how to love our challenges. Some of our challenges might be situations, and I think some of what I've planned to say tonight will probably apply to situations. But I was especially thinking as I was preparing for tonight's class about other people who we find challenging in some way. Because when we find another person challenging in some way, that can kind of go along with feelings of competitiveness, perhaps. Perhaps jealousy, you know, if, 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 if um, they're better than us in some way or they have something we want. Or pride, if we're better than them in some way or, or we have something that they don't. Not all pride is bad, so that the kind I'm talking about is what we call deluded pride, meaning pride that disturbs our, our peace. Well, it actually makes us feel unhappy, although it, it, it isn't always obvious, because deluded pride is easily confused sometimes for confidence. And so we're going to look today at how to have real confidence and then how to tell the difference between that and deluded pride. Deluded pride is based on an exaggeration of ourself or our importance. And um, because it's based on an exaggeration, th there, there's maybe an inflated self-image, so to speak, or like a some some element of, of like being being puffed up when we talk about arrogance or, or being conceited we're talking about diluted pride non-diluted pride would would be like more related to real confidence there's you know pride that actually m makes us peaceful and happy that's non-diluted pride and then there's pride that, that disturbs our peace and makes us unhappy that's diluted pride I think perfectionism is also related to diluted pride. With perfectionism, we're, we're trying to be perfect, and that's because there, there's some, some sense that we, that we can't actually do, do things good enough, or, or that we ourselves are not good enough. And so then diluted pride is often like an overcompensation for, for, for some like, like low self-esteem or, or something like that, maybe some, some feelings of inadequacy. But it's based on a, an exaggerated, therefore distorted or unrealistic self-image, you know, perception of ourself. I was thinking back to about 13 years ago. I, I had I had just been 
sent to the temple in Fort Lauderdale. I had been teaching there for about six months, and things weren't going that well. And I called up our general spiritual director, Genladek Young, and I, I told her the situation. I said, you know, things aren't going that well, and if, if you think it would be better to send someone else here, someone, someone who could do a, a better job, and I'm happy to step aside and, and you know, just, just go on, under a rock somewhere and die or something like that. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was kind of feeling like that. <laughs> and she said, you know, Norbu, that person who isn't good enough, I'm not sure they actually exist. And um, that got me thinking. You know, ba- basically what she was saying was, you know, what, what I've been, been talking about, that interestingly, although it was true that I needed to improve and, and I had made some mistakes that I needed to learn from and so forth, what was not true was that I was inherently not good enough or or inadequate, something like that, you know, like intrinsically. And so as I started to, to think about what she had said and, and, and let go of that, that sense of kind of intrinsic lack of, of self-worth or, or something like that, what happened was that it actually became easier to improve and, and you know, more comfortable to, to learn from whatever mistakes I'd made and not repeat the same mistakes, made different mistakes, but then I was able to learn from them too. And all, all of that became much more comfortable, whereas when we're trying to be better than we are or put ourselves out as better than we are, while feeling worse than we are, it's exhausting and, and ultimately unsustainable because that that inflated self-image takes a lot of energy to, to keep up and, and to manage. Sooner or later, something has to give, you know. So, tonight's class in particular is about how to have real confidence. And real confidence as opposed to deluded pride, also has humility with it because it's, it's not based on an exaggeration of ourself or our own importance in either direction. Okay? It doesn't exaggerate our, our sense of self or, 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 um, or our own importance kind of on the supposedly positive side that isn't actually positive because it, it um, makes us unpeaceful and disturbs our, our state of mind. But it also doesn't exaggerate on, on the negative side either. It doesn't, doesn't put us down artificially and it also doesn't puff ourselves up artificially, if that makes sense. So, so real, real confidence is based on wherever we're actually at, 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 at the 
time at the moment. And therefore, it, it's very natural. It, it, it's actually based on our, our natural state. And so it's comfortable. It's easy to maintain. It doesn't take a lot of artificial effort or, or energy that, that um, just, just leaves us feeling exhausted. And if we can aim for a, a middle way with this, you know, a, a real competence that also has humility, not exaggerating upwards or downwards, so to speak, if you see what I mean, then it will be easier to make actual improvement, real improvement, spiritually and in other ways, and it will be comfortable to learn from our mistakes, that that won't feel like a, a kiss of death or something to admit that we've blundered, we, we've done things that you know we need to look at and not repeat and so forth. Okay, how does that all sound? So far so good? Okay, so tonight I'm reading from the New Eight Steps to Happiness book from a section called Developing Humility. So since Humility is, is the opposite of deluded pride and real confidence is also kind of the opposite of deluded pride. As we go through this and look at some of the points, we can hopefully see how the humility that it's talking about also has real confidence. That might not be immediately obvious with some of the points that we're going to look at. And so maybe we can keep that in mind as like a question. You know, how is the humility that is being described also real confidence? And the answer might be, it depends. Um, it depends on aiming for a middle way in this practice of developing humility. So let's have a look at what it does say, and then we can think about how to apply it in a balanced way. So this starts on page 84, and the second paragraph says, in general, we would all prefer to enjoy high status and a good reputation, and we have little or no interest in being humble Accomplished practitioners of training the mind, such as Langui Tangpa, are the complete opposite. So Langui Tangpa was an 11th century Buddhist master in our lineage, and he wrote, um, among other things, uh, his mo most famous text was called Eight Verses of Training the Mind. And, and this book is actually based on, on that text and um, kind of explains verse by verse. In some detail, as you can say, see, because each verse is only four lines long. So that this is part of the commentary or explanation of the second of those eight verses. So practitioners like, like him actually seek out subordinate positions and wish for others to enjoy the happiness of higher status. They're humble and 
generally they're they're quite quite content to um, not elevate themselves falsely, especially. So there are three reasons for this, it says. Three reasons why practitioners are training the mind strive to practice humility. Firstly, by practicing humility, we are not using up our merit, or good karma, positive mental energy, we are not using up our merit on worldly attainments, but saving it for the development of internal realizations. We only have a limited supply of merit, so if we waste it on material possessions, reputation, popularity, or power, there will not be enough positive energy left in our mind to affect deep spiritual realizations. So we'll come back to that limited supply of merit in a minute because there are ways that we can replenish and increase it. But what, what it's pointing out here is that it takes a lot of positive mental energy to affect deep spiritual realizations of inner peace and happiness. If, if those states of mind are going to be stable and, and long-lasting, that really takes considerable positive mental energy. Otherwise, the experiences of peace and happiness that we have won't, won't be as stable or long-lasting. But, but with enough merit, enough good karma, then they will. They'll be more powerful for one thing, but also deeper and more stable. So we don't want to waste uh, our, our merit. And if we are, are trying to kind of be better than we actually are right now or put ourselves out as, as better than we actually are right now, it's not only exhausting to our energy level in general, but it's also exhausting to the level of our positive mental energy, our merit. Secondly, by practicing humility and wishing for others to enjoy higher status, we accumulate a vast amount of merit. Okay, so, uh, so we can actually increase and replenish our merit, so that, that's really good. It's, it's not like, you know, we, we just have this limited store and, and then it just dries up and is gone. We, we can also increase it by practicing humility and wishing for others to enjoy higher status out of loving-kindness. This, this book is about the Buddhist way of loving-kindness. That's the subtitle. We should understand that now is the time to accumulate merit, not to waste it for worldly enjoyments. And in a minute we'll get to the point that in enjoying high status, for example, or a good reputation doesn't have to deplete our merit, but it, it will if we grasp at those things as being inherently ours with, with attachment or diluted pride or something like that. So we'll, we'll look at that in a minute. Um, when would it not deplete our merit when, when we enjoy higher status or a good reputation or even wealth and so forth? So thirdly, this is the third reason why practitioners of training the mind strive to practice humility. We need to practice humility because there is no self or I that we normally see. Okay, so some of you have 
received teachings on that point more extensively. Others might be hearing that kind of thing for the first time. But what it reminds me of is um, that that phone call 13 years ago with Geladekyong, where she said, you know, that person who isn't good enough, I'm not sure they actually exist. What does that mean? Basically what it means is that our own mistaken projections get involved in, in, in that, that sense of like an inflated view of self or inflated sense of self-importance, our own mistaken projections. Whereas when we are just relating to our, our self and our importance in a realistic way, um, without kind of some false sense of self or, or false exaggerated sense of self-importance, you know, then, then we have a peaceful competence. It's not, not easily threatened or uh, shaken. We, we, don't, we don't feel the need to kind of assert ourselves in an aggressive way because we don't have anything to, to prove particularly. There's nothing to um, compensate for because we, we, don't, we don't have this underlying sense of low self-worth, this sense of inadequacy that we're trying to, to cover up often unconsciously. If you feel inspired by this podcast, then dive deeper into the timeless wisdom of modern Kadampa Buddhism by following the link in the episode description. We look forward to reconnecting with you in the next episode of Kadampa Podcasts.